Have you ever wondered how deep tech companies actually start? Well, we were too. So in this podcast, we'll be interviewing scientists and entrepreneurs that have taken their ideas out of the lab and turned them into startups. I'm Antonia. And I'm Christina. And this is Startup the Science. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Startup the Science. We have a wonderful expert episode to share with you today. It features Javier Gravalos, who is an expert at commercial validation. Startups ask us a lot of questions about market fit and commercial validation. It's a tough subject to breach because we live in a day and age now that markets are always changing, fluctuating. There's one disrupted thing after another. And deep tech startups especially have a tough time navigating this, which is why it needs a more innovative approach. That's where Javier comes in. Javier works for a company called Insight Gravity, and they basically help companies be agile and stay agile. They call it strategic agility. Uh, We ask Javier to come to our programs and shed some light on commercial validation. He puts workshops on for us, and he's also one of our very esteemed mentors. We really appreciate him, and we are so thankful he carved out some time to talk to us for the podcast. So with that, here's Javier Gravalos of Insight Gravity, giving us some insight into the world of commercial validation. Hi, Javier. It's great to have you on our podcast today uh, on a very special expert episode where we'll talk about how to find your market fit, a topic that is really relevant to any company, small or large. Um, I'd like to start off with uh, an introduction, as I usually do. Can you tell me a little bit about your background, your vast expertise in materials innovation, some of the companies you've worked with, all about yourself? Okay, first of all, thank you very much for the possibility to to be here in this in this podcast, I'm pleased to to be here uh, to share with uh, with you and your audience with uh, some insights about uh, commercial validation. Well, as you said, I I have a, a lot of experience in in R and D, both in in large companies and also in startups. So I've been through all levels of the technology value chain in industrial companies in different uh, sectors, construction. And mining, uh, manufacturing. After that, I, I focus all my professional development on, on this uh, innovation and, and research management, focusing on the monetization of the technology and services, both in uh, energy uh, technology and, and, and ser- energy services, but also with uh, new added value materials and additives for the business-to-business industry. And my mission in that position in, in corporates was to uh, generate incomes from the R&D activity, which is quite similar what an entrepreneur has to do with uh, its startup. And I also have the mission to acquire and incorporate the best technology from outside to improve the company's performance, what is also quite similar to what an investor tried to analyze when uh, focusing in a a startup or technology or or service. So in this context, your your role was was dual, right? On the one hand, you were internally oriented, working with the R&D team, trying to figure out how can you monetize their R&D. And on the other hand, trying to find technologies outside of the company, mainly coming from the startup world, if I understand correctly, that you could use internally for joint development projects or collaboration. Exactly. That's that's the point. And, and in that period, 
uh, I focus uh, so much on, on implement agile methodologies and state processes to reduce the risk. And if I have to fail, uh, to do it as quickly as possible, because it's something also really important when you are working in, in big corporations. Resources are limited and you need to uh, select and take decisions. So to implement these agile and state gate methodologies is really important to, to have your, your mind very well focused on, on the objectives. And can I ask you how you find that experience working in large companies uh, and having this, this role sort of in between the R&D and the startup world, so two quite different ways of working. How was that experience for you? Did you find that agile um, ways of working were were efficient for large companies or I should say, were they even possible in a large company context or not so much? Yeah, it's completely possible. It's a question of uh, culture of the company and culture of the team. Uh, of course, you need to start in a small team and then to uh, deploy it in, in bigger areas of, of the company, but it's completely possible. Okay. So going back to the to our actual original topic, commercial validation, um, you mentioned, and I don't know how much you want to share about this, but since you mentioned failing fast, you also mentioned you had a startup that didn't quite work. Maybe we could talk a little bit about that. Um, because I want to ask you, why is commercial validation an important step for a startup? And if you want to share your own experience, that's fine. If you want to talk about it, other people, that yeah, 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 yeah. Well, learning from from that experience that uh, all my background has, and together with two um, experienced partners, also we are running uh, Inside Gravity, and it's a company that helps developers to reduce the risk of commercialization and understanding the needs of the marketplace with uh, different insight of key decision makers and on bespoke commercial validation project. And what we do is uh, really commercial validation. So I think the first point is to define uh, what commercial validation is in, in our opinion. And we define it as the process of gathering information and extracting insight, which will make you more aware of the business environment and how it will react to your customer or potential products. So for customer validation, for us, customer validation is much more than uh, market research. It's more like a vision uh, and a strategy. And it's what a startup needs to have a clear vision and a clear focus on, on a strategy. Is it more like a, closer to a prediction almost of how the market will react once you launch your product? It's not like a prediction. It's a, some kind of understanding the environment. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you need to understand how the world in you are going to be involved is changing or reacting to your value proposition. And it's something that is not possible to get on Google or is not possible to get just with some um, market research study that are not focused on your target. So it's uh, really, really important for a startup to see what's the real target and have the insights with uh, this business environment. So normally you have little or, or, or no control over the external business environment. The, the market is what it is and the needs are what they are. Uh, but you need to understand how it is changing and evolving in order to predict how your customers or how your competitors or regulation will behave in the future and will impact in your strategy. So understanding this process will give you some insight that can transform into actions. So it's a way to take uh, actions and decisions very well informed, not by um, imagination or just to... Uh, casual uh, decisions, so it are informed decisions. So with commercial validation, you have the possibility to take better decisions on time. So commercial validation would be a process that 
I'd imagine you should go through as early as possible, as early as your technology allows it, to try to essentially validate, as its name says, whether the market needs the product and how it might react to it. Um, it's always easier for, for us if, if we have some examples. Maybe you can talk us through an example of a company, a startup that you worked with, a larger company that had a product uh, or prototype and then went through this commercial validation process. What might they find out that would guide their, their future strategy? Well, yes, it's something that you, uh, as early as, uh, as you can uh, get involved with commercial validation, the better. But uh, you can do it in all the stages of a, of a product development. You can do it on the ideation phase, or you can do it in the prototype phase, or you can do it in the go-to-market to uh, stage. Of course, as early as you get started, you will get more information and you will evolve in this idea of the market with the product development. So uh, as an example, I remember around nine years, nine, 10 years ago, when I joined this uh, startup with a friend to develop a, a restaurant app, and we discussed too much about the market and the business model, the IT development, uh, and we start talking with uh, the restaurant owners. Okay, in order to see if uh, our value proposition fits in their way of thinking, in their business model, and, and so on. And we discovered something, something that nobody tell us during these interviews. That is something that we don't have the capacity to develop by, their, by our own. It is that we need to be a real-time payment gateway. So if we are not able to do the payments on real-time, we don't have nothing to do in the market. So you discovered this process, something that you hadn't even considered, right? It wasn't something that you were focusing on. You were maybe thinking about the overall market, how many restaurants are there? I don't know, how, how do people order online? Things like that. But this one detail that was actually quite uh, important would not have come through um, otherwise. So what's the actual process that you went through to figure this, this out? Well, we start talking with people in the market with the ones who will take the decision to buy or not to buy our app or our service. But the most important thing is, is something that we discover by our own. So understanding really the market, because when you talk about this service, nobody think about that point. But we discover that in their business model, it's really important to be paid on real time. So imagine that you, when you go to a restaurant, you pay with cash or with credit card. So it's a real time payment. If there is some kind of a new company that gives an intermediate services to them, you are becoming like a financial company, not a data-driven company as our idea on the beginning. So it obliges us to change completely the business model. So at that time, we don't know that we are doing a commercial validation, but we are doing. And it was good because uh, we were able to not to invest so much in the development, in the IT development, uh, money, effort, and time until we can solve this problem. At the end, we were not possible to solve that problem because uh, 10 years ago, this was not a so easy question. Nowadays, it's, it's more easy, but at that time was only PayPal or, or big companies that uh, can do that kind of. So it's, it was really good to carry out this, uh, this commercial validation until we don't know that we are doing a commercial validation, but it's really good to do that. Right, and the earlier you do it, the better it is because you can pivot, you can save yourself a lot of time and trouble and of course a lot of money probably Yeah. Um, by going in the wrong direction. But um, I know from, because we always have you as part of our accelerator and we teach people how to do commercial validation, that the concept itself is obviously more complex than that. And of course, if you don't have a lot of money and resources and it's just an idea, 
it's always good to ask around and ideally to ask people from that industry, uh, would this product be useful? How would you use it? What do you see problematic with it and so on? But can you um, tell me a little bit more about the actual, uh, let's say more, more planned out, more organized commercial validation process? What you do at Inside Gravity as well for companies? Because, um, of course, it's not just a matter of asking a couple of people, hey, what do you, what do you think? Yes, of course. And, and imagine that uh, a, a service for restaurant in, in Spain is quite easy to find uh, the clients. There are a lot of them, so it's more or less uh, easy. But imagine that you have a new material or a process, an industrial process. It's not so easy to talk with uh, final clients. Also, because if you enter into conversation with them, this is not an objective evaluation of the market because there is, from on the front, a commercial relationship behind your conversations. There is a provider, a client uh, relationship from the very beginning, and this modify the answers that the people in the market will give to you. So uh, in my opinion, it's, uh, it's, it's good to um, take into account, use third-party uh, providers for this objective commercial validation because it gives you the objectivity of the process, gives you some completely different answers. But of course, you need to try by your own from the very beginning and try to do the typical analysis, top-down analysis, bottom-up analysis, uh, or analogy analysis, or even uh, to buy a market report in order to figure out what the business is. This is okay, but this is okay for starting point. When you need to go further, you need to create a strategy and to create a, a, a network relationship from the very beginning. And only with this network relationship, it's possible to understand the market. Not always think to ask for a client. Also try to think to ask the client of your client. Try to think on the value chain and try to understand all these complex network of activities among the players. Right. So let's say you have a new material, as you said, let's say it's in construction and you're thinking, okay, my my clients will be large construction companies that could use this material, but they would have their own clients, which could be property developers, for example, um, or they might have to take into account different local or countrywide regulation and so on. So you kind of have to think down that value chain, how will your product affect their own sales? Um, and one thing you mentioned that I think is very interesting is that as you start off and you want to do your own commercial validation, you sort of enter a bit of a conflict of interest if you yourself go and ask companies, hey, would you buy this product? How much would you pay for it if you're the one selling the product? Because, of course, I'd imagine first from a pricing perspective, they'd probably tell you a lower price than what they might actually be willing to pay for it. Um, so going to a third party might, might save you that, that trouble. But then my question is, having worked with so many startups in this field, can they afford to do that? Is this a process or is this a service that is accessible to, to startups? Well, I know it's really difficult for a startup more in the uh, early stages to, to allocate monetary resources to this activity. But at the same time, it will save a lot of uh, valuable time and effort and reduce the reach of their next marketing process. So maybe it could be good for startups to start demanding these commercial validation actions when choosing their programs for acceleration or platforms to be inside. So um, start thinking from the very beginning on, on that because another reason this uh, activity is a good idea for, for technology provider is because it gives the technology owners or the entrepreneurs 
more controls over the interaction with investors. If they have a very firm and clear view of how to commercialize their technologies, they won't be realizing so much on the input for the investors. So they will be much much more comfortable uh, negotiating them and looking for for the financing uh, type of activity that they really need. So it's really important from the very beginning to have this in mind. And and I know that at the very beginning, uh, it's not affordable for a single entrepreneur with an idea, but try to think and ask for these kind of things to the environment, to the ecosystem, to the um, uh, accelerators uh, programs or, or to the different investors to uh, to put these resources to help them on that process. I think it's, it's, it's a way that, we need to start saying, in my, in my opinion, there is a, a lack of knowledge and experience in, in these areas. And more when you talk about capital-intensive startup, like uh, what uh, you are uh, working in, I mean, in Atmacom programs. But that's the mission that, that I have. we have. Uh, it's helping these technology developers with these, these issues. And we need to create an ecosystem that is able to provide them uh, these resources. That makes sense. And definitely something we should keep in mind for our accelerator. And if other accelerators are listening, maybe something for, for them as well. Um, do you find that a lot of investors or some investors come to you asking for uh, commercial validation for potential companies for them to invest? We do on, on both sides. We uh, make commercial validation for technology providers and we analyze the market and we analyze their potential strategies of commercialization. Maybe patenting is an option, maybe licensing is another one, maybe to, to get an investor to invest in a production plan can be a, a different one. So we help them not to force to have one only one option, but to analyze all of them and then to take decision. But we also work on the other side and we also help companies, corporate and investor to find the better technologies to fit in their growth strategy. So imagine a company is, is willing to, to be in uh, added value products for paints and coating uh, sector in the future. So we help them to analyze how this world is changing in terms of the technology. So we, we can make this uh, match also between technology providers and uh, needs on the market. That makes sense. So they can understand a bit better what might happen in the short, long term and be able to make more informed decisions. So as, as we're coming uh, close to, to the end of our chat, sadly, I want to make it very practical, very easy to understand for the many startups that I know are listening to us. So uh, to kind of sum up everything you said, obviously commercial validation is very important. I think they would all agree. But let's say um, you're very, very early stage. You've just um, discovered in your research a new material that might be for example, very useful in the battery space. You think this is revolutionary and could totally change how batteries um, look and how they how they act. And I'm about to patent this technology. Maybe I've already patented. Now, what should I do? How should I go about validating it to at least get me started? Maybe I don't have a large budget. Maybe I don't have any investor willing to pay for it or an accelerator like Admacom willing to pay for it yet. What should I do? Well, first of all, I will ask you why patenting is the best strategy uh, have you analyzed other options uh, maybe that's a good point yeah maybe i went to an accelerator that told me you have to have a patent for it and then i rushed to patent it but maybe i should have even started my commercial validation before that yeah but you you need to start thinking every time you need to take a decision an important decision you need to think about what are the options and patenting or any other option is a decision that compromises the future of the exploitation model of your idea or, or your concept. So therefore, you should start thinking about this market landscape 
from the beginning to consider feasible options and then take decisions. Including when it comes to patenting. I should also do that before deciding what I'm going to patent and where I'm going to patent it. Even before that stage, I should look into validating my technology. Then I will say you should contact with Inside Gravity for sure, but okay, this is not always possible. Uh, so start to do your own market analysis with the tools that you already have. So this kind of top-down analysis, bottom-up analysis, analogies also to try to buy these reports or something like that, or try to start think, talking with, with people. But in my opinion, these secondary research activities you need to maintain only in the stage or in the on, on the focus to to do the pitching or to have a rough estimation of uh, of your market before entering on on a detailed market study. So in order to take the good decisions, you need more accurate information uh, in order to to ensure sustainable business. So you can do primary research by talking with uh, at your case, for example, in battery battery manufacturers, key decision makers, uh, talking about your product telling them about the benefits uh, they will get from it and start with the conventional process of iteration. So good luck. You probably will not be the one to do so. So um, you start be asked about many data that you didn't even know that you needed. So that's the normal process. And this is the, the, the what normally a startup can, can do by their own. But if you start if you start constructing a relationship in the world of battery commercialization, it's much better, but you need time. So start to think who is your client, who is the client of your client, who are the regulators, who are the people that has influencing in the, in the market, and try to have people in your network in all these uh, ecosystem uh, partners, and try to start talking with all of them and constructing and figure out uh, how the business it is from outside before to start talking with your clients. This is something that is really difficult to do it because normally you don't have access to this network. And this is why we think to do this uh, kind of activities with uh, third parties or helping you to do this is really important. But it's the unique way. The key point is you need the network. That's the point. And you need to ask these people what they think about your technology. But there are a couple of problems that I see with this. Uh, not really from my perspective. I wouldn't have a problem going and asking around. But as you mentioned yourself, I'm probably not the one working on materials for improving batteries. So thinking of the scientists we know that are working on these technologies, um, I'm thinking of two concerns they might have. One is, what if it's too early and I go and tell everybody about this great idea I have and they steal it? And another concern that I see some of them might have is that they're simply not good enough at the business development part, at uh, networking, at finding those connections, or they don't have the time to dedicate to going and finding you know, 50 different people that could give them these answers. So obviously, they could come to Inside Gravity, <laughs> I understand that. But on, on the first question of being too early to talk about it, is that a valid concern or would you tell startups, don't worry about it? Well... I will say, do not expose your product too early. Start talking with people from the very beginning of the concept idea is good, but not to expose uh, the product and the value proposition too early because you can lose the favor of your clients if it is not right. Start talking with your idea and, uh, and st start connecting with people and creating this network from the very beginning. But you have to do your own work and to have the answers and, and try to figure out how the world in you are working is evolving. 
freer to expose and to promote your product. Makes perfect sense. And just basically to try to see whether the assumptions that are true. Of course, you are not able to wait three, four, five years to expose your product to the market because you need to sell it and you need to make revenues. But trying to do it in this iterative process, but not too early. Right. All right. All very good advice, uh, which I'm sure many of the startups listening to us will benefit from. As we're coming to the end of the interview, if you were to sum up the benefit of commercial validation in one sentence, that would be? Well, I think uh, for, for summarizing just one sentence, commercial validation is the way in which you are aware of how the market and how the, the business it is. So as soon as you know that, as soon you, you will take good decisions. Makes sense. Thank you very much, Javier, for all these insights. I'm sure some startups will contact you. Uh, and if they do, we'll, we'll put your contact information in the description just in case. And if they do, you can say hi from us as well. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Startup the Science. If you like our show and want to know more about what we do, check out our website at enam.berlin. And don't forget to leave us a review. Until next time.